It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. With the Planet Fitness Black Card, you don't just get a great workout, you get a great perk out because your membership is packed with perks. Join for just $1 down and $24.99 a month. Sign up for the PF Black Card for $1 down and get all the perks. Deal ends November 22nd. See Home Club for details. PreSonus Audio, PreSonus.com. They are the title sponsor of the ABV Podcast. If you're looking to jump into the podcast game or maybe you just need to upgrade your equipment, they've got all the things you need to make your podcast sound as great as it should be. Whether you want to get a Revelator mic or you want to get some of their PD70 microphones to make your podcast sound that much more professional, they have everything you need. Audio interfaces and a whole lot more. Check them out online at PreSonus.com. Pelican Craft Brands, bringing you all of your favorite local craft beer to store shelves from inside the state of Louisiana and across the country, like Spindle Tap over in Texas, Pontoon Brewing out of Georgia, and so many more. And that's why it makes all the sense in the world for the ABV Podcast to partner up with Pelican Craft Brands. Cafecito Coffee Roasters is another great company that we've partnered with here on the ABV Podcast. Because not only do we love craft beer, but we also love craft coffee as well. Small batch craft roasted coffee that is roasted daily so they can control the roasting process and deliver to you a great quality product. Best coffee. I drink it all the time. You should as well. Check them out online. Cafecito.com. That's C-A-F-E-C-I-T-E-A-U-X.com. You need the proper glassware to drink your beer and your whiskey out of. And you can find it at Hops in the Hollows. Go to hopsinthehollows.com. And when you purchase your glassware from the website at checkout, use the promo code ABV and you save 10% on your total order. That's ABV promo code at checkout at hopsinthehollows.com. That's hopsinthehollows.com. Craft beer, cocktails, wine, and spirits. We like drinking them, and we love talking about them, too. We do both right here on the ABV Podcast. No, we got no. Wow. No headsets. We got this fancy, fancy mic. This thing. The fancy, the fancy the revelator? Mics. It's called the Revelator. Uh, it's PreSonus makes that. For po- specifically for podcasting, and I have they have another smaller unit that they make. It's like a little box, and it's also called the Revelator. But you can like run mics through that. So, but I I want I'm, I'm trying to get some headphones from Presona so I can start bringing out my other mics and doing it like that. Th- the audio quality on this is fine, but like <clears throat> I'm trying to wrangle up some more sponsorships. Yeah, and I want to do and people want to see some some photos and video of the oh, podcast. Okay. So to have the individual mics and the headsets just looks more, you know. Yeah, more like a podcast. Like I know yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be cool, too, if you could eventually just make it, like, because you can do video podcasts, right? Yes. I, I want to do that. I want to start an MBV podcast YouTube page. Yeah. And start, like, 
set up set up a couple cameras when I'm podcasting and not necessarily put the whole thing up but like take specific clips, clips and yeah. just like you know throw those up there and stuff like that Comp- and like and do a compilation of me at a few different breweries around yeah. and just throw that up there so uh, but yeah this little mic's this little mic's pretty cool bye uh, I guess before we before we get into catching up, since it's been a, it's been a, a while since sure. I've talked to has, has talked it. to you guys, and yeah. I've been here for a podcast. Uh, a toast to Don. No, cheers, yes, cheers yes. to that. Uh, by the time this airs, it'll you know the, it, it'll be I guess old news, but our friend Don No, sales manager for Urban South Brewing, passed away, and unexpectedly. Uh, still trying to wrap my brain around it. It's, it. it's just a weird thing. I know Don was definitely in good health. The man was running marathons and, and stuff like that. I know in his, his earlier days he, he was a little heavy set, but doctor, and the, from what I understand, the doctor told him you need to lose weight or you're going to have a heart attack on you. Uh-huh. So he did that and then unfortunately still had a heart attack. So uh, yeah, it just sucks. He's a great guy and he will definitely be missed, not only in the craft beer world, but just just in general. Yeah, just sure. in general. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, cheers to Don. Though. All right. See, it's I can't remember. I'm trying to think of the last time I was here doing a podcast with y'all. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been in the summer or fall. I'm guessing, huh? Probably in the fall. The, I think in the fall, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. Yeah. I've been on the radio a couple times since then, but yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was getting to the point where I was having trouble finding time to podcast. Yes. Yeah. So it just it was easier for the most part to get you or any of the other brewery people to come to the radio show and I could just pull those segments and do podcasts like that. But then I was like, I gotta get back to getting in a brewery yeah. and sitting down having beers and talking. So uh, glad to be back. Thank well, y'all for glad to have you. Glad back. to have you. Lots of things have changed. Sure. <laughs> uh, well, there's I no longer have an afternoon radio show to hang out with Jason <laughs> Cody on. And uh, you guys uh, have a new home for your, your beer. Yeah, we have, well, we have, I guess, three new homes, technically. Yeah, yeah, technically, yeah, that's true. That's so, true. yeah, we, um, since, since we last met, uh, we have we've moved our distribution agreements uh, for Baton Rouge and Homa to Mockler Beverage, um, and uh, we're pretty excited about that, that new yeah. partnership. Uh, on the North Shore, we're Champagne uh, Beverage, okay. and uh, they've been doing a really nice job. And then in New Orleans, we're with Southern Eagle Sales and Service, and so... Um, you know, we're you're, we're starting to see uh, our beer and more outlets in in New Orleans, specifically on the package side at this point. Nice, which is great, yeah. Well, congrats on all of that. That's Thank you. that's really awesome. Is this move to Mockler, Is that also going to get you guys like North Louisiana as well? Or can, do you have the volume to make that move yet? My personal opinion is that um, we need to focus on growing Baton Rouge, New Orleans. Since we've met, actually, since we met last time too, we've gone into Mississippi. Yeah. Um, okay. And so we've got to we've got to get those markets, I think, to a level that we're more comfortable with. Um, easier to travel to those markets, obviously. Right. And before I before I think we look to either like a Shreveport or even a Jackson, Mississippi for growth, um, or even the Alabama. But I think you know really we've got to spend some time getting penetration in those markets. I mean, I think New Orleans is still one of our very untapped markets, um, and that's, that's an area that I'm working on right now. 
you guys are also doing like online sales, right? With the beer to an extent. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you can order throughout the country um, through our agreement with Taproom. So it's a company yeah. called Taproom, and they've got a website basically where they link to our website, and essentially they they do the sale and the service of the sale. So right. they're the ones shipping it. So they, you know, our beer is in their warehouse in Brooklyn. And wow, okay. they take the orders, uh, which may have originated from our website, but they take the orders, process them, and then send the beer out uh, to folks across the country. So it's an opportunity for anyone, uh, you know, to buy Rally Cat beer, which is nice. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's still tough to reach folks, right? Because you still have to figure out, you either have to stumble onto the website or know about it or yeah. hear through us. And um, so, you yeah. know, it's not one, it's not going to be a massive sales channel for us by any means, but... Yeah, it's a nice in, option. Certainly right. not in year three, right? Right. Um, right. You know, our, our our reach is still very local to moderately regional. Yeah. Um, but you know, yeah, we don't have a we don't have a large presence in like North Carolina or maybe a small presence in Providence, Rhode Island. But, yeah. You know, right. Um, yes. But yeah, so it's a like Kevin said, it's a it's a it's a marginal increment um, yeah. to our to our sales channel. That's awesome. That's I mean, it, like you said, Kevin. So it's a way for more people outside of Louisiana to you know if they've heard of right. of Rally Cap or right. they've come down for something and had beer here. Yeah. Like man, I yeah. wish I could have this at home. Now, yeah. if you live, you know, in Long Island, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. can uh, you can order some. Rally and we do Cap. get occasional messages online or emails. Hey, you know, hey, do you distribute to X? And, yeah. You know, the answer is often no, or else they would have seen us. Right. Uh, so it's a it's a way we can tell them now. Hey, here, but here's how you can get it. So and then cool. they do also have a, a showroom up in New York. So in yeah, Brooklyn, and they believe, they, so. they distribute too within the city. So they distribute to, to beer stores, liquor stores in New York City. Wow. So they have the ability to sell not only from their bottle shop in Brooklyn, but also to sell to other uh, yeah. retailers in that area. It's, they have an odd license where they 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 are all three two of the three tiers. How is that? How is that a thing? How is that possible? Apparently, I don't. I don't know. It's even a license that's been phased out in the state of New York. They don't issue it anymore, apparently. Huh. But uh, yeah, it's uh, some strange carve out in the law. That's that's insane. Yeah. If only it could be that easy everywhere. Oh, <laughs> oh that'd <be> fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that would be that. That make it a whole lot easier for y'all for sure. Yeah. Uh, has there been any uh, expansion in within the brewery? Uh, any new equipment and new tanks or anything? We did add one tank, so we actually added a, a small, smaller fermenter, 15-barrel fermenter, okay. with the thought uh, that we would, it would allow us to make more taproom-only beers. Nice. So that's the plan down the road. Ideally, you know, maybe it's once a month, we do something that is only released in the taproom that you can get draft and four packs. Uh, I like that. Because right now, it, everything's available in the stores. Yeah. So uh, there's a little less motivation to come and visit us. Hopefully they want to just because they love the ambiance and they want you know they want to see Jeremy or whatever you know. But I'm not here. <laughs> no, he's not. So they want to see you. Uh, so um, you know, give them another reason to come and try a special beer and take home a four pack, that kind of deal. So yeah, I mean, you definitely want to have some one-offs that aren't in the market that you have to come sit at the at the tap room and enjoy right. those beers. Uh, I still feel like I, I meet people. Who have had Rally Cat beer, but have never been here. Oh, 100%. You know, it, yeah. it, it, which 
to me, just like, I don't, I can't comprehend that. It makes my brain hurt. Like, how have you had the beer, but you've never gone to the, do you know they're right? Like, they're literally yeah. in, in Baton Rouge, like yeah. right there. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's just, it's another, it's another awareness challenge, right? Like that whole 225 magazine group, who some of them, it's their yeah. job to understand what businesses are in Baton Rouge. Right. Had no idea that we had a tap room over here. Um, so it's just, it's, it, you know, Glass half full is hey, there's a lot of opportunity out there for people that aren't sure. aware of our brand yeah. that when they interact with it, are impressed and want to continue to interact with it. Glass half empty is boy, oh boy, we got a lot of we got a lot of work to do to make sure people are aware that we're over here. Right. So, and to kind of expand on the 15 barrel and tie together that and the distribution. So one of the changes we're doing this year, as we've moved to these bigger houses, you know, in 2022. And really, a lot of 2021, we were releasing three to four new beers a month. Yeah. Um, and our relationship with Pelican really allowed us to do that. Um, right. The, the, the model that we're going to have in 2023 is going to be uh, releasing more like one new distributed beer a month. Um, we'll have, a, we'll have a, a, quarterly, a quarterly seasonal. We'll have a quarterly IPA and a quarterly sour. Yeah. And so we'll release one of those each month, and then to Kevin's point, augment that in the tap room with some tap room only releases that are, that are available, so we will continue to get new beer in here, yeah. but not necessarily available at like Rouse's or Total Wine or Calandros right. or any of those places. So, so that quarterly release model is that something that was suggested by Mockler? Is that something you came up with? Y'all got y'all both kind of got together and decided this was a good way to do it. It's kind of based off the various students' feedback and what they're able to handle through distribution right. and whatnot, right? You know, we we're on beer number seventy four now, yeah, right? So that's and, and amazing. They don't, yeah. In three years, yeah. yeah. And they don't want that many SKUs. No, no, no. So, you know, the fact of, of the matter is, spreading all of that beer, which used to all go to Pelican, now between five distributors, you know, thirty cases here, forty cases. It's yeah. It doesn't make any sense, and they don't want to just be grabbing forty cases. They want to make sure they've got enough quantity of each beer that's coming. Sure. So, you know, it, it behooves us to make more of a, of a little bit fewer different uh, different types of beer so yeah and a, and a big part of that strategy is you know like we brewed two batches of failed t-shirt company this time because yeah, the right. first batch went pretty quickly and so we have a batch coming right behind it to be able to make sure that, that beer is available for the full quarter so it's yeah. not just brew it once our model has been brew it once when it's gone it's gone you won't see it again right and so the other, hopefully from a consumer perspective when people try that quarterly offering for the first time, they can actually go back to the store and find it again. Whereas yeah. that wasn't always the case in the past. Right. I'd get all kinds of people asking me about beers that we'd brewed a month or two ago. It's like, well, that's gone, but if you if you like that, let's try this one over here. Right. Um, it's kind of like when, when y'all first did the Windy Peppercorn, you brewed it and then like that was it. And people were like, where can we get this yeah. beer? And it got to the point where you guys had to make it one of your flagship beers. Right. Right. Uh, and being in these... Being able to be in different markets now with Mockler, that's definitely going to expand the footprint. It's going to have more people that maybe haven't had a Rally Cat beer trying, you know. Because I feel like in some like some stores and even some like bottle shops and stuff, people are kind of dedicated, like this is the store they go to. Mm -hmm. And like maybe back with Pelican, they only got stuff to this store and they didn't have a, a contract or whatever with another store. So... People that were loyal to that store never had a chance to get failed T-shirt company. Like if you had in cans out at that point, so I, 
it, it expands our points of distribution potentially. Because um, you're right, Pelican, I, I, I believe Pelican's very focused on the, the craft retail outlets, right? And mm -hmm. they should be, um, based on the, amount, the beer they have and the beer they sell. Right. Um, the partners that we've now chosen basically deliver beer to anyone that's trying to buy beer from a retail perspective. Yeah. And so it expands our distribution, uh, our points of distribution. Um, there's even been, we've expanded some of the rouses we've gone to just because, you know, in some in some markets it didn't make Pelic make sense for Pelican to send a truck over there if it wasn't a real big crap beer store that's out of the way. Um, right. So it's and that's really, that was unfortunate for y'all, like, if it, you know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, again, I think they did a really good job of, of getting rid of the beer that we sent them. Yeah. Um, but it certainly does give us potential to grow a little more. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how it turns out. We're a couple months in. Um, you know, not every not every retail outlet has been turned on yet, but like Albertsons here locally is something that we were able to pick up pretty quickly with our with our new partners. That's awesome. Um, new Orleans, we've expanded our Rouses by a handful of, uh, of Rouses stores that weren't getting our beer before. So, you know, hopefully it sticks. Hopefully people go into those stores, like you said, find yeah. it on the shelf, right. like it, continue to buy it, and they continue to sell it. So, with more beer going out into the market now, what's the how's the brew schedule at all changed, Kevin? Like, are, you, are there certain things you're you're having to brew? Like, I know you're saying like instead of brewing one batch, we're done. Now you're brewing two batches to fill a t-shirt company. Yeah, it's more on the fly right now, just because we're trying to figure out demand. Yeah, right? it's a whole new demand schedule. So I ha I would in the past try and have a brew schedule laid out for six weeks. Certainly, all the release dates of all the different beers, mm -hmm. and I could I could plan my brews. And now it's almost like, all right, you know, we just got a massive order of first pitch. Now we, we certainly need to fill another tank with that now, right? Yeah. So, um, so it is more um, just based on what's moved in the past couple weeks and, and what we think is, is, is going to be needed. So it is yeah. definitely a lot more adjustment on the fly for sure. How does it look uh, for you guys out in bars and restaurants now that you're with Mako? Are they pushing to get get more taps for you guys in places maybe that you weren't on tap before? Or is it mainly like y'all's focus is really about just more SKUs in places where you weren't available before? So, I mean, again, we're they got our beer in December, right? So we're, we're two months in and I think we're both still trying to kind of learn uh, what that what that looks like. I will say that there's been some local places that haven't had our beer in the past that have carried it. Yeah. Um, I think we could have done a better job of educating people about the transition. So some people that we either educated and maybe didn't follow up well enough on or didn't get to haven't made the switch over yet. And so that's one of the, what I've been trying to spend some time doing is going around just letting people know that, hey, if you were looking for a beer before, this is the price list you got to look for it on. Right. Um, so, again, I think from, that's actually, I think, even bigger opportunity from a bar and restaurant standpoint because there's places that, again, Pelican was very craft-focused, so they're going to focus on your Bulldogs, your Red Zeppelin pizzas, your Mid-City Beer Gardens, mm -hmm. your, um, but like the Marriott, might not have ever come across their radar. Right. And so, you know, there are, there are, again, our new partners, no matter what market, not just, not just Baton Rouge, are sending trucks to those places 
on a regular basis. And yeah. So we've now got access to that distribution, that network of, of uh, retailers. Nice. Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't even add, like, what, are we all drinking first pitch? Yeah, like, well, I'm drinking a pickle. Yeah, me too. It's my first yeah. actually yeah. pour of yeah. a pickle. Uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. You did a nice job. Yeah. Well, thank you. Spoiler alert, no pickles. No Can't pickles in the, in the pickle, yeah. right? Still getting asked, but that's good. Yeah, it's, yeah. I, every time I see somebody, because like their pickle beer is out there, yeah. and you name one in a pickle, but it ironically has no pickle in right. it. But again, you're a baseball themed brewery, so you can't do the players' names like right. you guys are doing early can't on. Do, can't do that. So now you get use, you know, catchphrases and terminology that, like, what was the, what was the one that I was totally lost? The salad, educated salad, educated, educated salad. salad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was like, how is this a? Ba- I'm yeah. like, but again, I know nothing about baseball, so and I had to look it up. But I was just, but even people that I knew were into baseball didn't recognize that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 fan. You need you need to know Eck, and you be be a Red Sox fan or a. a yeah, absolutely. That's like here comes the pizza, right? Here I mean, comes the pizza. It, it was yeah. a very I've heard Boston that. specific. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So we, we like to make kind of vague references on occasion because it starts people asking. I always they see sure. the menu and they're like, "What the heck is that?" So it's a good conversation starter. Do you have like? I would think you have like a binder. Yeah, <laughs> all these spreadsheets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All but these I, catchphrases like yeah. to use for beers. Yeah. Our best ones though, just kind of come to us though right yeah. like we don't the, the the spreadsheet is really just like a bunch of generic terms that like when we're sure. stumped we go to yeah but like even here comes the pizza yeah you were i don't even know how you stumble across that was it like the anniversary of it coming up or something like that but you you were the one that showed me like hey yeah here's the video espn they so on one of the anniversaries of the incident espn wrote an article about it yeah so um it just popped in my head man oh i'd love to do something about this <laughs> So that no one would understand what the reference was. Yeah. So also that beer has no pizza in it. Right. No pizza. <laughs> Pepperoni and oregano. Would you do a pizza beer? Did you do something gimmicky? I don't <laughs> think so. Who did the? Somebody did the spaghetti gosa. Who was Martin that? House of Martin House. Martin House. Martin House. They do all all those weird. Yeah. Any weird Not beer, I'm going to put money on Martin House. Yeah. Yeah. I'll and probably pay off over the over the portfolio of bets. Probably. And probably Cliff has it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. I can't remember. That, that was the last podcast we did when we tried that, was that milk and cereal beer. beer. So that was a long oh, time ago. Yeah, that was that milk and cereal beer that you yeah. were like, yeah. oh, man, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah. you were like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it might have been summer. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah, that, there's no excuse there. That's, that's well, a, we'll make sure that doesn't happen again. It's bad on my part. I, I got to be better. Uh, so I, I remember you guys doing like pint nights and stuff way back in the day. Uh, is that something... And I know when Jacob Talley was with Mockler, he would do pint nights all the time uh, with a lot of the breweries. Is that something, does, does that make sense for y'all to do? Or is it more so like... You mean like out of bars and stuff like yeah, that? Like oh, yeah, like out of bars or does it, is it just like I'd rather meet, instead of me going, but you want, you want to go see the accounts, obviously, and you know, make the connections. But I didn't know if the focus was like, not so much on that, more just driving customers into the tap. It's both. It's both. Yeah, it's yeah. two-pronged. So I would say Jeremy focuses on now trying to... He's he's in a lot of bars and restaurants now, yeah. right? I yeah, mean, and then and stores. Yeah, and yeah. stores. So because, um, you know, Southern Eagle and Mocker and uh, Schilling and all these guys, they're, when they go visit a, a, a bar, they're peddling 50 different beers, right? right? So they, they're not necessarily saying, hey, Rally Cap is the one to get. So, so that becomes our job. 
Yeah. Um, so we're the ones who can really sell the accounts the best. So I think it's important to, to have the presence in, yeah. you know, uh, with our personnel. And then on the taproom side, you know, we're just kind of revisiting and we're going to try some new things this year for sure to, to try and get folks in here. And, yeah. Um, you know, definitely picked up the the theme days and trying to put together some really special events and uh, baseball seasons. We're, we're gonna, around the corner. We're really excited. Yeah. <laughs> o- opening day, obviously, we're going to do opening day. So we've, yeah. we've already got open smoke lined up to do dogs and all that, brats and all that kind of stuff. Fingers crossed so, there's well, no uh, trailer issues. Right. So, <laughs> exactly. But we'll also do a, uh, we've also got something planned for the first Thursday of March Madness. Yeah. Um, you know, we're going to do a little something for St. Patty's Day St. for the Patty's first Day time. Party, yeah. Uh, oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, that'll be on Friday so we don't conflict with the local, local right. parade. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're planning on doing some sort of a lobster... Uh... Yeah, lobster mania coming up this uh, late spring, early summer. So, oh, okay. I, so, so I'm, I'm really excited about this, a day to kind of, uh, that I bring my culture here to the tap room, right? The New yeah. England seafood and, and kitschy food cultures, right? Sure. So I'm going to do absolutely, actually do a lobster boil out in the parking lot with the, the pit and the layers of seaweed and, and steam lobsters. Wow, like and, real deal. Yeah, real, real deal. I haven't flown in uh, overnight from Maine. So you're not getting you're not getting crappy frozen lobster. You're getting real live lobster. Uh, Kevin's sister's going to go pick them up. Yeah. Them out. <laughs> uh, that sounds like something really cheap. <laughs> yes, I'll, I'll admit it. Well, not the, the dinner, the lobster dinner won't be won't be your cheapest meal, but no. But uh, I mean, you're getting fresh Maine lobster. Absolutely. Have you? There, so there's a there's a truck or a, or like a trailer that does lobster. Yes. The lobster rolls Just or whatever. Blow that away. Whoa. Yes. Okay. Yes, because they're they're getting frozen shipped in lobster, right? It's yeah. good, but it's not it's not the real deal. It's, yeah, it's not the real deal. Yeah. And you're going to be out there doing it all. That's right. He did the he did the luau. We did, did the, the luau. Pig. We roasted yeah, we the, the pig. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. which is pretty cool. Which we do. We'll do again this year. Uh, you a wrestling fan, Chuck? Yes, I'm a wrestling. Yes, sir. Fan. So uh, uh, plan right now. First Wednesday of every month, starting in March. Trivia, wrestling trivia, and uh, and what? watch along, kind of watching old matches with with trivia contests. What? Oh, yeah. Jay is gonna love that. Yeah. Jay and I are old. Like Royal Rumble was this past weekend. Yeah. And. Normally, throughout the year, Jay and I will watch wrestling a little bit and talk about it, but when we know WrestleMania is coming up, sure. Royal Rumble is the first big event leading right. up to that, so every year, like, we watch Royal Rumble, but I don't think he watched it this year. I watched it, and it uh, that's awesome. That's yeah. really cool. Oh, yeah. you, so this guy, every Monday, he'll queue up three or four videos for me of what's going on in the wrestling world, Yeah. and so one was a New Japan video this week, but the other one was the yeah. Sami Zayn. You know that that whole thing with him and Roman, right? Yeah, um, and uh, and how how over Sammy is with WWE Universe right now. So uh, yeah, yeah, because I hated Sammy Zayn for years, <laughs> and now I kind of I kind of like Sammy Zayn. Yeah. Did you see the the Ricochet Logan Paul? I did. Yes. That, that was pretty yes. impressive. That's very impressive. I was just like I don't know what to expect. And they they did slingshot from the opposite sides of the ring, one on each side, and collided in midair. Flew at each other. Really? Just, just smacked into each other. Yeah. It was it was pretty impressive. I hate Logan Paul. I was hoping he was like really hurt. <laughs> that that kid just annoys the hell out of me. Um, 
But I brought up the the uh, pint night stuff because it was it last week, maybe a week before last, in one of my Facebook memories, it was a picture of us three at the Bulldog yeah. for a pint night. That yeah. was our first pint night, I think. Yeah. yeah. And I was yeah. like, I was like, whoa, I totally forgot about that. And it, like pint nights used to be a big deal. I remember like all the time going to the Bulldog because yeah. like, you know, big doing a pint night once yeah. a week or something yeah. and just go hang out with, with brewery people. I mean, I did that as well when I worked at Tin Roof to yep. go out and do pie nights. And, they, you know, they're fun, and it's a, it's a good way to meet people. And Yeah, and it, it really depends on the account, right? Like, what I find is we'll get, I, I get invited to a lot of them, and I'll do a, I'll do a handful each month. And, um, you know, like, there's a Columbia Street Tap Room on the North Shore. Yeah, yeah. She has a fantastic following of people, and when you go there on a Wednesday night for pie nights, she has one every Wednesday. Yeah. And when you go there Wednesday, they're excited to meet the brewer, even if you've been there a few times. You know, they, they're engage she creates a game for the second half of it nice. um and so like it's more of an experience right yeah um there's been some other places where there just hasn't been something so as we start to think about how to engage in that like one of the one of the guys that i think is um really good at that is uh the local gnarly barley rep uh uh, uh don don no, lacos no 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 uh, Oh, the one he, oh, Skip. Skip, Skip, Skip yeah. yeah. Um, well, Skip has a whole, he's got his uncle Jeff uh, yeah, the persona. Yeah, Jeff the Rep. Jeff the Rep, But he's yeah. got like a, a trunk full of just different gimmicks and games that yeah. he pulls out. I don't know that I'm going to ever do that, but just different ways to engage people that are right. more than just like, hey, come get a beer, get a pint glass. Uh, right, Because sure. that's your opportunity there, right, is to really connect with people that are there drinking your beer. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, we, we still get people. Like, I did one in Lake Charles uh, a couple weeks ago. I just got an yeah, email. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. Just got an email today from a, a nice account in New Orleans that wants to do some programming uh, starting after Mardi Gras, and they thought of us. So, okay. um, you know, even the other one that you see a lot of is trivia. So instead of just pint nights, it's yeah. they want sponsoring trivia, um, which sometimes comes with some sort of swag or some other right. prizes. Yeah. But it, again, it gets you a chance to like really get in front of uh, a good bit of people in that bar. So how's trivia been going here on Tuesday? Still, still really well. We're about to reboot it, I think. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin's kind of reimagining what that's going to look like. Yeah, yeah we're going to change, change things up a little. We, it, you know, it really spiked for us in December around the holidays, which it always does. And yeah. Families in town and exactly. people going out and stuff. Um, you know, but it, we've been doing the same exact thing for a couple years. So it's like, all right, let's just kind of rethink it and kind of put out a new presentation. And Tuesday night bingo. Yeah. I like, I like bingo. Like, yeah. Chelsea's way back in the day used to do bingo... I want to say maybe on Wednesday nights, and it was always packed. And I saw online earlier uh, Covington Brew Pub, maybe, or okay. that's the name of it. Or it's, it's a Covington Beer Garden. Coven, thank you, Covington Beer Garden. That's what it is. They do, and I think it's tonight on Wednesdays. They do uh, bingo, mm. and it was a picture of their tap room, and it was like full house. Really? People sitting around playing bingo. Yeah. Maybe that could be an idea. Maybe. Yeah, absolutely. B four. B four. Yeah. Win some good prizes. I'll come in and call some bingo for you guys. I'll do that. Yeah, that'd be fun. We're talking. (laughs) (laughs) Twist my Live podcast and bingo. Yeah. (laughs) I tell you what, yeah. That's the next podcast you do here. I just want you calling bingo numbers. That's it for the whole podcast. No questions. (laughs) I can do that. I I used to do bingo at, I don't know how the hell I got suckered into this. I used to do bingo every Thursday night, I believe it was, at Rotolo's uh, Craft and Crust on Burbank. Okay. For like, two months I don't know how I, like I, someone asked and I was just like yeah okay I'll go do it and dude those college kids are vicious oh yeah because they get so mad if their numbers aren't called sure yeah. 
or like in the prizes that Rotillos gave out were just like really cheap prizes but you knew that going in yeah, yeah. like you got like a bag of toy soldiers or like you know some some whistles or you got like some Rotolos cups and stuff like that but I think for the final bingo they gave away like a $25 gift card or something like that and man the <laughs> amount <enough>. of pissed <laughs> people if they didn't win that $25 gift card I was just like you only one person can win. Right? Yeah, it's, just, it's like great. Y'all see me up here. I'm, I'm spinning this ball, yeah, and yeah. I'm pulling. I'm yeah, pulling like, yeah, I'm season. not. I'm not making up numbers. I'm like, I'm right. just, you know, what do you want me to do? So crazy. But I think bingo could be fun. Yeah, yeah, it's not a yeah. bad idea to work in somewhere in the rotation. Absolutely. I mean, that's one of the things we're going to have to figure out is how do we continue to make things like that. Like I think the events that Kevin talked about, those are all fresh, and I think that no. once people realize that the the events are. Uh, are of high quality, you're going to get people come out for those. It's more of the things that we do on a weekly or monthly basis. Uh, how, to pe- how do you keep that fresh? We've actually, right, yeah, this yeah. past weekend, um, we we've, uh, did our second yoga class um, and we're trying to make that more of a regular thing too. Saturday mornings, okay. uh, 11 to 12 before we open. Not every Saturday right now, but we're working with uh, a local. They'll do it out on the lawn. They did it right in here because okay. it was a little chilly, but yeah. certainly if the weather's nice, I mean, uh, all the, we've had the first time they did it back in the brewery area. Oh wow, that's cool. So, um, you know, so that's the beauty of doing it before we open. Right. Is that you know, if we have to move it inside because the weather's not bad, we can actually move the tables aside. And they yeah, can take it's, this it's not disrupting air condition, They can take this climate controlled area. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. So we're just continuing looking at ways to make the tap room be a place that people can come do things they want to do other than just drink beer. Yeah. yeah. Are y'all looking at doing like? like big once a month events like do you do you put that like around a special release or you just like try to create yeah. something really cool yeah for sure definitely that once a month is the plan for a, you know essentially a theme party or whatever right you know, your, your lobster falls into that your luau falls into that yeah you're um, you know we're working with group right now we're trying to put together a kind of carnival themed event um, and all with a special beer release right and that's you know True. as as one of the draws and it, it's uh it's cool to help the creative juices to think about doing some something new with, on the beer side. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So. And again, that's where that 15 barrel system comes yeah. in because yeah. you know if you're doing one of those a month, yep. you're doing that tap room only release once a month. It makes sense to kind of line those up if you can and yeah. uh, and you know, really make, try to get a pop. Make it super cool. Make it like this is a limited batch. Like mm-hmm. it, right, it, once it's gone, it's gone. Like come here, get this beer, yep. food truck, whatever. Yeah, uh, live music back in the mix at any point, or is that more yeah, like a summer for thing? Yeah, definitely for the monthly events uh you know we're probably yeah, yeah, gonna for look sure. at it for uh for st patty's day and um you know definitely gotta think about you know maybe in the summer something a little more regular but you know it's more a more special occasion thing right now right yeah right. yeah i get that yeah. i feel like when the weather's nice in the summer like because y'all have the big the big door the big garage doors open yeah like maybe music set up like right outside by the edge of the door right might be cool so like the acoustics get a little loud in here you know i i know that from playing for some shows in here as well we've done one or two with the door open it really depends on the night and uh you know yeah so the other thing is we've got it in our roadmap to take a look at the patio i don't know if that's going to happen or not this year but um you know just making that more of a Comfortable place for people to, to yeah. hang out. At. Yeah, we have, sure. we have plans first. 
making it much much better space to hang out in. Yeah. So we'll just uh, we'll see when that can finally make that happen. Did y'all uh, flood over here anything uh, Sunday? No, no, because we are we are pretty was. raised. If you walk out the front door, you'll notice it's a big slope down the right. Yeah, yeah. So we we we've had where the fleet the street will flood like crazy. Yeah, right. Well, we that's what the, I mean, not the brewery stuff, but yeah. like the street. Oh, we, yeah, yeah. It got kind of a little dicey driving in, but it wasn't flooded. No. Like it, there were some big, big puddles, but we didn't, we didn't flood. I know there's supposed to be some, some rain coming through tomorrow as yeah. well. Uh, and I think about that, like flooding here. I remember, was that the first anniversary party where you had the tent set up outside, we had music. And oh, yeah. Just, oh, yeah. Like it was Holes nice up until like 3 o'clock yeah. and then like the sky just over yeah. there. Yeah. 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 And we've had this street flood pretty bad with it. We had someone else's dumpster, dumpster. Ended up in our parking. Yeah. <laughs> That's why wow. the, the second anniversary did that beer, Pennywood, up to no good. Right, yeah. And one of the, one of the elements yeah. of that picture was a dumpster. That's true. That's, That's true. That was part of that, that lore was the, uh, yeah, <laughs> the dumpster floated in here. So... You said 76 beers, 79 beers? 74. 74. Yeah. All, all off on the numbers. Yes. 74 beers in three years. Yeah. Canned. Canned. Not, not counting. Yeah, not counting small our batch. small batches. Yeah. Which we did a lot of during COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Starbury. Uh, Starbury milkshake. Yeah. yeah. Not counting picking grandpa's pockets. Right. <laughs> so, uh, how many beers do you think in the next three years, when we're sitting at this table talking about the six year anniversary? Like, what number do you think y'all will be at at that point? Probably low 100, like, because it'll, yeah, it's I was gonna say, has to slow down. I was going to say, 115, right. 120. Yeah, 40, yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I was thinking. At 40, you know, you're looking at one new beer a month. Some of those beers might not be new. Some of those might be rebrews yeah. uh, in the small batch system. Like, we, double dry hop first pitch could very well show up in the sl right. small batch system or double dry hop bang in the trash can. Right. Um, yeah, so I would, I'd be... I could see 40. Yeah. Because the other thing is, you know, you got to also call. We've got those, we've got our quarterly schedule for this year, but you got to kind of see how those do. Right. And and listen to what's happening across the country with trends as well as what's happening in Louisiana with beer trends to figure out what your quarterly items are going to be next year. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I think 40 is probably a good number. One, so 113 is the over under. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like 112 that. and a half. Right. 112 and a half. <laughs> Uh, so, who who's the craft beer guy at Mako? Like I, I can't remember the last guy that was there about a year or so ago, but I know there's, a, I think there's a fairly new person that's in charge of the craft beer portfolio. Yeah, yeah right? he came from Homa as Craig Lorette. Craig Lorette. Yeah, okay. he came from well, he came from Bouquet. So when Mako merged they, with Bouquet, yeah. uh, they put him in that position. Okay, all right. He's been pretty good to work with. He's been fantastic to work with. Great, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that. For a long time, that was always my issue with Mockler after Jacob Talley left. Like, they never had another Jacob Talley. There was never another guy there that was passionate and cared about the, the craft breweries to work with and do stuff. So I'm, yeah. I, I'm glad to hear there's somebody there now yeah. that apparently, you know, is good yeah. at what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're happy with the enthusiasm they've shown us so far, right? Because they have a bad reputation within the craft beer community sure. at some point, right? Sure. Because, you know... Um, they wouldn't work with Jay because I was involved with Jay. So, <laughs> so like, what? So they were t when the radio show was first starting and they were like trying to bring on more sponsors. Uh, they had someone at Guaranteed mentioned they were talking with someone from Mockler about it, and it was like, is that Chuck P guy still still with Jay? 
and I, and they were like, yeah, yeah, he's he's producing the show, he's co-hosting the show. Yeah, we're we're not big fans of that guy. Yeah, uh, because I, I, yeah, I did shit talk him yeah. <laughs> for a while. So you know, they've been very welcome, very enthusiastic about bringing us on, and, and you know, the first week we started shooting with them. They had a happy hour here, and 40, 45 of their employees came over nice. here and, and, and sat and drank and chatted with us. So, uh, you know, definitely definitely have made us feel welcome yeah. so far. Yeah. So, and, they, you know, they, like, there was one, a local account that needed a special uh, packaging of our product, and they made it happen to bring it in to oh, make wow. sure that we kept uh, that relationship with that, that local account. So, you know, we haven't experienced some of the things that I've heard. Um, yeah, like to Kevin's point, they've been enthusiastically supportive of us as a, as a distribution partner. And I mean, it's it's never going to be all flowers and roses. There'll be right. you know bumps, oh, bumps down oh, the yeah. road that you have to. I mean, that's just the nature of the game. Like yeah. that's just what it is. As much as we enjoyed Pelican, there was bumps and stuff like sure. that. Sure, that yeah. relationship. So, yeah. I mean. I don't. I'd, I'd, I'd be punching Pinky in the head all the time if I had to deal with it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I'm, I'm excited for you guys. I'm happy for you guys to see the growth in the market for the beer because um, there should be more people out there drinking Rally Cat beer who haven't had it. There needs to be more people coming to this tap room. Yeah. That still amazes me that they haven't been here yet. Uh, so I, I want to go back to baseball season kicking off. Uh, are you guys doing anything for LSU baseball season? That's what, like February seventeenth is first pitch for them. February seventeenth is first pitch. Well, before Kevin answers that question, I'll let because he's he's now kind of handling all that stuff. Yeah. Do oh, okay. you uh, anyone need a beer? Yes. Sure. Uh, gonna get you, Kevin. Dealer's choice. Dealer's choice. What do you have, Kevin? I trust you. I have the pickle again. Pickle again? <laughs> yeah. All right. Kev, let him know what's going on with uh, LSU baseball. <laughs> LSU baseball, yeah. As, G- as Jeremy climbs out of the booth. Um, <laughs> so we're, you know, we're just going to do a watch along. We're, you know, I, I kind of had a, a special release beer planned for that okay. night. Um, but the catch as catch can brewing schedule kind of ended up pushing it back because I needed to do something uh, else. So it just... Uh, so that kind of got nixed, but you know we're gonna just, you know, definitely have the games on and, and push them in our right. on our social. And the one huge thing for us is we're excited. So we're gonna be in the general concessions of Alex Box this year with first pitch. Nice. So, See, yeah. I was enjoying it last year because so guarantee has a suite, and I yeah. got to go to a couple of games in the suite, and they have it at the bar upstairs. Yeah. And I didn't know that at first. I went. I was. They had hot chocolate, and right. it was like a cold day. My little girl wanted hot chocolate, so we went there, and they're making a hot chocolate. And I looked, I was like, that's first pitch. I was like, <laughs> are y'all selling this? They were like, yeah, but I'm like, I'll take one. Yeah. And then the last the last game I went to there, so they'll bring beer in the suite. Right. Like, we, we share the suite. We split it with Hancock Whitney. Uh, but when we bring clients and stuff in, sometimes they'll request certain beer to come in. And one of the last ones there, there was Jucifer and First Pitch in the oh, suite. Nice. And I was just yeah. like, I am in heaven right now. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is great. Uh, yeah, and it's funny. We hear from people, yeah, like, I know you guys were in Champions Club. Like, they wouldn't let me in to get a beer. You right, know, yeah. That kind of thing. So, so now, it just hopefully everybody will have a chance to, to drink a First Pitch at the ballpark. I mean, that's what I'll be drinking when I'm yeah. out there. That's fantastic. That's, yeah. that's great news. Yeah. Uh, what are you guys talking about? Beer in the box. Alex yeah. Box. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
You should tell him how, how I was drinking it when I was up in the suites last year. Yep. Because that was the only place I could get it. Because we went to one of the games and we were like, me and Jane, a bunch of us from the Bourbon Society went. And uh, I told you, I was like, they, they have first pitch here. We could drink first pitch. He was like, awesome. And we went and they were like, no, that's only available. I was like, oh, are you kidding me right yeah. now? Yeah. So we had to drink some juice of it. <laughs> good beer, too. That's good beer. It's a great beer. You uh, were drinking three. Three? Oh, yeah. sweet. Okay. So the, cool. the anniversary beer, the triple West yeah, Coast yeah. IPA. Love a good West Coast IPA. I feel like right. you'll be seeing more of those. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I want to see that. Yeah. Yeah. That one there, so that's a 10.1% beer. Uh, doesn't drink like a 10.1% beer. Are you sure? Has no hard alcohol edge. Not a lot of bitterness. It's like a, a good no. dry hop kind of takes the back edge of that bitterness off. That's good, man. Thank you. I mean, that's wow. really good. <laughs> yeah, Kevin, that's really good. <laughs> yeah. I, the magic are, behind this. Yeah. Those are the, you know, the ones I really want to make now, too. You know, you get you have those phases as a brewer where, sure. you, you know, this is the beer I want to drink and the one I want to make. Yeah. Uh, and definitely, you know, West Coast is coming back in across the country um, with, a, with a little modern twist. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and that's, we're going to definitely try and introduce that more into the tap room. So, because the hops... Hops that are out now that are so good, like, you know, we've always had the citrus and the mosaics and all that sure. stuff, but there's just more now that are even, you know, just as good from New Zealand and Australia and, and more experimental hops, just great fruity tropical stuff that go great in the West Coast. Yeah. So. Yeah, the bitterness on this is minimal at best. Yeah. Like, it's, that's, that's a, I can crush this, but not at 10. No, you don't want to. <laughs> no, not, not advised to yeah. do that. Coincidentally, kind of, I mean, our next quarterly IPA after the pickle is Mud and Don Diego. Mud and Don. And that'll oh, be like, beer. Yeah. that's kind of another, like, on that same lane. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because um, that's what I'm looking forward to is, is some more, Mud and Don's not really sessionable, but more approachable beers that are of that style. Yeah. You know, like, a first pitch-ish, uh, uh, ABV, right. but like that. So, oh. so I have a, we have a good story for you, Chuck. Okay. We were, we were at the Louisiana Restaurant Association convention this year, so we had a table. Yeah. And a guy comes by and uh, he looks, we had Mud and Don Diego can out there, we were sampling, and he looks and he says, uh, what is that? He's like, I know, I know that name. He's like, is that? I said, yeah, that's Don Marcelo and Mud Grant, the Padres commentators. He's like, I am uh, personal friends with Mark Grant. Whoa. Said, really? He said, yeah. He's like, I want to text him right now. And he texted him and sent him a picture of our beer. And he, he was very excited. He said that we need to you know, next make sure time we send him some next yeah. time. We've got to put him on our Christmas Dude, list. that is yeah. awesome. How funny was that? Wow, that's really cool, yeah. man. The randomness of someone yeah. coming to the table and saying, like, yeah. I, know the, I know that guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, bullshit. No, yeah. you don't. He's, He's like, across oh, the country. Yeah, I'm texting him right now. There he is. That's really cool. Uh, back to baseball again. Uh, LSU's y'all be showing the games here. Yeah. Are y'all gonna be doing anything else uh, with like Anthony Renato? It's uh, a good question. Yeah, I need to. I probably need to go by the uh, Cards of Culture and uh, talk to Anthony. Yeah. Um, we haven't. It's been a little while. It's been a little bit. We talked about doing something for the playoffs and that kind of fell through. Um, right. Yeah. But yeah, Anthony's been a big supporter of ours, and uh, I'm sure there's a way that would that would make sense to partner in some respect. Right. So we're gonna, I, I'm gonna get with Jay. We're gonna so we try to do we're gonna try to do this this beer hot dog challenge during the playoffs last year, and we never we never got to do it. It started with this TikTok video that he sent me, and the challenge is you drink nine beers 
and eat nine hot dogs in nine innings. Oh, that was right. the thing that they did at Gillis. Yeah, yeah, Joey Kaplan would eat the boot. Yep. They did it over there. Uh, a couple of them made it through, but they were a train wreck because they were drinking double IPAs yeah. and all that stuff. I was like, y'all are doing this wrong. Right, right. Like, Man, you're amateurs. Yeah, like, you don't you do not do that. You drink, like, a very light beer. Like, Yeah, and they were also drinking pints of the beer, too. Yes. You know, but I think you have to drink a pint. It has to be a pint of beer and a hot dog. Gotcha. So. Well, then Gold Glove it is. Gold yeah, Glove. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> we don't have any just a bit outside anymore. Otherwise, that would have been another good one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I feel like we need to do that. But yeah. I, we were trying to get Anthony involved with that last year, but he was traveling a good bit at that time. He so still we, is. I see him on Instagram, and he's. Yeah. He was, like, I feel like he was somewhere in Latin America recently. He was for. Uh, uh, why am I drawing a blank? Former LSU baseball player, buddy. Oh, I'm, I'm there. Uh, Jared Mitchell. Yeah, Jared Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, yeah for his wedding. Travel for that. But I know he, he does a lot of traveling now. Basically, going to like card conventions. Yeah. He was in Miami for a not shop. too long ago for yeah, yeah, for like a card convention. Yeah, right. Which is weird because I'm so used to seeing him just travel. You know, going to all these other exotic places and doing other stuff. And it's like, yep, I'm at this card convention in you know Hoboken. Yeah. <laughs> it's like weird. Okay, but. And he, but I love, he's so passionate about, about the cards, even like the Pokemon stuff. Like I watched a video of him opening Pokemon oh, yeah. cards and I'm just like. Yeah, his card breaks are really entertaining. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I'm like, can he be this passionate about Pokemon and this thing and like a football yeah. card and all that stuff, but he really is like really good at he it. He is. Uh, card breaks. And you think like, you, you would think like, yeah, when he's doing card breaks for baseball stuff, you know, the passion's sure. going to come out. But when he's doing it for Pokemon cards, I was like. This is, this is really odd to watch a grown man do this, but yeah. all right, cool. Good yeah. for him. Yeah. But yeah, apparently his shop is doing really well, so nice. that'll be great. I remember him being here last year doing card breaks. Yeah. We did a card Opening break on Jay's show yeah. for one of the segments, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. So do you think for like Major League Open Day, it's going to be another big thing like that? Yeah, that, that, that's the plan. Yeah. That's the plan, certainly. Yeah. So we've got to try and put all the elements together, but... Um, yeah, I, I, when I talked to Jay last week, he said he's going to be out of town, so he won't be able to be involved this year. He's going to be, I think he's going to maybe be in Atlanta or on the way back to Tennessee to visit his brother. Maybe so. He's got a lot of traveling scheduled in yeah. his futures. I think he's about to go to Italy in June. Yeah. He's going to be, he's going back to the Dominican Republic for like a week. He's going to, he's going to the Whistle Pig Distillery with David Steele from the Bourbon Society to help him with a barrel pig. So he's traveling all over the place. Yeah. Kind of jealous. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we've you know we've got the food element set. Obviously, we've got the game element set. I, I've had I already can't tell you how many people have been like I can't wait for opening day. So That's you know great. We'll, we'll have the people here, and it's just kind of putting those other other elements together with it. But yeah, I think it'll be a really good day and busy day here. It's, uh, yeah, it's one of the most fun days of the year for yeah. sure. It was a great turnout last year. I remember yeah. that. Like it was a good turnout. Unfortunately, Brandon couldn't make it with Oak and Smoke. And right. Trailer broke down. Yeah. Yeah. He's truck. excited when I said, "Hey, you're gonna do? We're gonna do opening day." He's like, "Oh, heck yeah!" <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna. So I get the, get the trail out here the day before. So we know it's here. I just come out and park it. That way, we ain't got to worry about it. And make sure that the food's there. But I know, like. Uh, I contacted my friend Gina and got some pizzas delivered mm -hmm. for some people. Yep. Try to, oh, try, yeah. Just try to have some kind of food yep. here. Yeah. 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 And I know Cliff threatened to go make pasta lattes. <laughs> no, Cliff's pasta lattes actually it's really pretty good. good. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, good. it's good. It's good yeah. stuff. Yeah. So there's a cheap food option. Cliff's yeah. cheap. Just give him a couple beers. He'll come over here and cook some food. 
Yep. Utilize him. We're, done it, we've done it before. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. No. We're, Cliff and I are going to Anaheim. We're flying out Friday uh, to go. He's got his company's doing a convention there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hang out because he said I, it's a free hotel room and free tickets to Disneyland. There you go. So I'm like, ah, okay. I'm going and, to Disneyland. Yeah. Make sure you go to Radiant Beer Company. Well, Radi- he said okay. Monk is just Monk is just the one up there. Yeah. We got, we're going to hit that yeah. up for sure. Are you uh, doing podcasts out there? So I emailed Monkish yeah. <laughs> about that. Shoot your shot, man. I did. I never heard anything back, so I, I don't. We just go there. Cliff says we should just go there and set up and just start podcasting. And when they ask about, it, I was like, "Oh, you want to join us for podcast?" Yeah. Uh, so Radiant. I was going to ask, yeah. ask you like what place besides Bottle Logic? Oh, there's Bottle Logic out there yeah. too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, one of my favorites is Noble. So if you go to Noble, Noble Ale Works has a beer called Naughty Sauce. Okay. And it was the inspiration for Wendy Pepperpot. Really? Yeah. Wow. So I should bring some. How crazy back. is that? <laughs> yeah. We can do a side by side. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't bring a lot of beer back from uh, my birthday trip, amazingly. And well, not amazingly, because we, you drank it all. I did drink it all. And we were Ubering to a lot of places. Mm-hmm. And we were hitting a bunch of stuff throughout the day. So it was like. You got to carry it everywhere. Yeah. And I, you know, I was getting to the point where I, I would have lost track of where <laughs> exactly. I was going where's, where's my beer? Uh, but I do know, like, when I go back, because I do want to go back, burial, I'm just going to live there for like a day. Yeah. That that was some of my favorite beer on the trip. Like, it was really, really good. Did you stuff. go to both locations or just the main one? Because the retreat location had some really cool stuff. We, we went to look, it's like in Asheville proper. Yeah. It's like there's, we started out at Funkworks. And then we walked across the street to, I can't remember the name of the brewery that was right there in the corner that somebody told us to go to. Was it Green Man? It wasn't Green Man. I don't think we, did we make it to Green Man? I think we made it to Green Man. Uh, no, this one was, it was, it was, the logo was green, <laughs> but it, it was not Green Man. I'm going to scan through my picture real quick because I did take a, a picture. Anyways, Burial has like another, like it's called the camp or something like that. Um, that's. You gotta drive a little bit. I think it was south, maybe it was west. I don't know. It was towards. Um, it was out towards uh, the Biltmore. No, uh, we we didn't go out that direction. They, they had some really really good stuff out there. Twin Leaf Brewery. Okay. We went there. They had some really good beers, and then we walked literally a block and a half to the burial location. And they like we went. We were sitting outside. It was a beautiful day. It was sunny. High of 39. I was like, this is my weather. Yeah. Had my hoodie on. And they had an outside patio area with a bar, and then they had a, the inside chapel at a bar. And the girl told us that both bars don't have the same thing. There's different beers at each one. So we were like, we thought we were going to have time to do both, but we didn't know Jay's brother had booked us a lunch reservation at a tapas restaurant. Yeah. So we, we only got to stay for a little bit, but we had some really good beers there. There was a, was a brewery in uh, Atlanta called... Lost Druid that was really good. One called Little Cottage Brewery that had one of the best stouts I've ever had. It was with coconut and roasted pecan. Oh, oh, roasted, wow. uh, roasted peca- peanuts, I'm sorry. Yeah. And the roasted peanuts, like, it was the star of the beer. It was, like, really, really good. But we had a, we had a bunch of cool spots there. But I was going to ask you all about what's out, because I'm not familiar with what beer scene is in L.A. I didn't even realize Monkish had a spot out there. Yeah. I know they were in Torrance originally, Torrance, right? Yeah. 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 But Cliff said they just opened this one. And it's, I didn't realize that. Yeah. yeah, it's like a block or so away from our hotel. Okay. So when I think we get in Friday at 5. He said we're just going to go straight, straight from to airport. Monkish. Yeah, yeah, we're just going straight to Monkish. Yeah. 
Which I mean, yeah, why wouldn't we? Yeah. Sure. I'm only got one bag and a backpack. Like I don't yeah. I don't care. Yeah. And I think we're staying on Disney property, like one of the All right. one of the hotels on there. So I'm just going to drink beer and go run around Galaxy's Edge and nerd out on Star Wars stuff. Yeah. That's beautiful. It'll be a great weekend. It should be fun. I'm gonna be really broke when I get back. Yeah. But <laughs> But I, like I told Cliff, it's like I'm, it's uh, the money's gonna be spent on beer. Like I want to bring some beer back, right? Because I just feel like I failed on my birthday trip from bringing. We brought stuff back. Like we did a podcast at Pontoon. They gave us a bunch of beer to bring back. And then uh, I bought I bought a bottle at New Belgium when we went there and we did a tour there. That was a great tour. We got to drink fat tire straight out the tank. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Was that was that pre the new new formulation? Uh, I don't know. Because didn't they just question. reformulate that beer? I, I heard, yeah, some talk of that. Yeah. yeah, I think they just reformulated that beer. I haven't had it. I mean, this was December, so like, it, was it before? Ooh, it would have seemed like that might be around the reformulation time. I don't know. Because they're, yeah, they've rebranded it, reformulated it. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. The When I showed the picture of, of the of what we had, everybody's like, that's not that's not Fat Tire. I'm like, that's Fat Tire straight out the tank. I mean, it's... Oh, it yeah, that's look, the reformulation. Yeah, it's got to be reformulated. Yeah, because yeah, that tire's an amber. That's not right, an amber. exactly. I was like, yeah. that's not an amber at all, but that's how it poured out of the tank. So what it tastes like? What Like, if you just tasted it and said, what style is this? It tasted, it still tasted like fat tire. Did it really? Yeah, which is the weird thing. Interesting. Huh. Because Jay and I, like, we, when, when the girl poured it and gave it to us, we both looked at it, and I looked at him, and she walked up and was like, is this fat tire? And he was like, I guess. And he took a sip and he goes, yeah, that's Fat Tire. I was like, yeah, that's Fat Tire. Yeah, not barrel aging it, so it's, it's not yeah. going to come out a different color than that. <laughs> no. <laughs> it, yeah, it was weird. And then we tried a beer that I think is now in the market, but they told us we couldn't. it wasn't then. We couldn't post pictures about it. So Voodoo Ranger Fruit Force. Oh, yeah, Force. Fruit Force, yeah. Yeah, it smells and tastes like Hawaiian Punch. Yeah, those guys are killing it with that. High ABV. High ABV and then 19.2s. I mean, they're in every gas station around everywhere. Yeah. We got so drunk on the tour because everywhere you go, there's a bar set up with like different styles of their beer and you stop and got beer. Like we got hammered. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Thank God for Uber because that trip was nuts. Yeah. Uh, Well, guys, thanks. Uh, I appreciate y'all having me back over here. Oh, of course. Anytime. Congrats on on the move to Mockler. Thank you. Thank you. I'm super excited for y'all. Uh, I'm looking forward to baseball season and coming and hang out. I'm looking, yeah, I'm looking sure. forward to opening day. Yeah. There's anything I can. We don't have a radio show, but maybe Jay, I can come podcast and drink some beers with y'all. Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, come yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we can do that as well. And uh, hopefully, y'all have Kirk and I back over here for some music in the summer. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kirk yeah. pays a visit every once in a while too. I see him plenty, so that's great. Yeah, we appreciate him. He loves that he can come by and bring the dogs yeah. and like have a beer yeah. and, and enjoy that. But I, every time we go somewhere to go drink, he's like, I might bring a dog. I'm like, bring the dogs. <laughs> you and I go yes, right. yeah, hang out. Hang out and not worry about the dogs running around everywhere. Right. So, but yeah. Cheers to you guys. Appreciate Cheers. it. Cheers. Again, thank you all so much. Come and visit Rally Cap. We're going to come in the tap room. Come enjoy some yeah. stuff. Come here on Fridays because Oak and Smoke is here from noon until sellout with some of the best barbecue you're going to have. So come come see Brandon. Come inside, have some beers, and eat some barbecue. Uh, shout out to the sponsors, Presonus Audio Electronics, Cafecito Coffee Roasters, Pelican Craft Brands, and uh, Hops in the Hollows. And when you order your glassware from Hops in the Hollows, at checkout, use the promo code ABV, and you get 10% off your order. So there you go. So for Jeremy, for Kevin... I'm Chuck P. We're here at Rally Cat Brewing. Until next time, cheers.